Hey everyone. So I just wanted to have a little disclaimer before we start the episode that some of the audio uh, towards like the middle and the end of this episode is kind of shitty. We're still figuring out our microphones and editing and everything like that. So we're learning as we go. So just bear with us. We promise the next one will be a lot better. But regardless, I hope you guys enjoy the episode. Hey guys, welcome to episode two of Milk University. Hi, welcome. I'm Sherielle. I'm Scarlett. We're your excited. host. Yes, yes. we're very, very excited. <laughs> In this episode, we are talking about what to expect when you're expecting. Yes. I never had a video like this or a podcast like this when I was pregnant. I feel like I watched a lot of videos, but they all kind of said the same thing. It wasn't very like yeah. informative and juicy. It wasn't the real tea, I we guess. We want this to be really juicy, like all the dirty details, like everything you literally want to know. Because I, when I was pregnant, I asked everything. I asked everyone every question I could come up with because I wanted to be fully prepared. Yeah. And I just still feel like everyone's experience is different. Yeah. So. Everyone's experience is different. Obviously, if you don't have these symptoms or anything like that. It's fine. Everyone's experience is different. We're just telling you our experiences. Yeah. Cause I feel like Scarlett and I, we have some similarities in our pregnancy, but also not like, I feel like our pregnancy, we're so different. We're so different in our labor and delivery. We're pretty different. Um, but for the most part, I just, you know, we just want to give you the real tea on on pregnancy and all of that. So yeah. What was something that, um, you first noticed, I guess like your first signs of pregnancy. So for me, it was my sore boobs, which for a lot of people, that's like a PMS symptom. That but is I, for me, yeah. yeah, I never for my period. Well, I'll say my period before I had a baby. I never had symptoms like my period would just show up and like I never had like cramps or sore boobs or anything like that. So for me, I was like, I feel like I'm pregnant and we were trying. So for me, I was like, ooh, yeah. So I took a test like the next day and I was like the next morning. So that was literally the only symptom I had was sore boobs. So for me was the opposite. When I am about to get my period still to this day, it's the same. I get really sore boobs, cramps, back pain. I get all the symptoms, whatever symptom there is, like whatever PMS symptom I have it. (laughs) Um, but when I thought I was pregnant, it was the opposite. So I didn't have sore boobs. I didn't have like cramps. I didn't have back pain. I ended up getting cramps a little later on, but for the most part, my only sign of pregnancy was, you know, we were trying as well. So I had my missed period, of course. And also, um, I felt really, really, really tired. And I'm such a busy body. Like I love to clean and organize and just move around all day. Yeah. But just to fold like half a load of laundry, I was so tired. Like I had to take naps, which I'm not a napper. And that's when I knew, okay, like I'm pregnant. For sure. I've heard people say that they get really tired. Um, so that wasn't one for me. That wasn't one for me to look later on. But yeah, I've heard that people get really tired. But I do want to note, we have opposite like periods too. Like before um, we both got pregnant, like you, your period is like scheduled like to the exact yeah. minute. I feel like every mm-hmm. month you'll get it at the same time. Yeah. And mine was so irregular. So I literally never knew. Like a missed period for me wouldn't have been a symptom. Like, it wouldn't have been a reason for me to think I'm pregnant because it came 
Oh, yeah, yours different. was, like, irregular, right? So irregular. Oh, okay. Like, mine would be, like, I remember one time I, because we were trying, I thought I was pregnant because it was, like, 58 days or something had went from my last period. But, like, oh, all no. the tests were negative, and yeah. I was, like, Zach, I swear I'm pregnant. But, like, it's, they all say I'm not, and I wasn't. But, it, like, it's just so crazy. So Is your period back to normal now, though? Yeah, it's back to normal now that I've had a baby. I don't know if it'll stay like that or not, but it comes with the, like, pretty much the same day every month now, which is a blessing and a curse. <laughs> yeah, mine definitely comes at normal times now, but I spot when I'm ovulating. So sometimes I'm like, am I having two periods? But now that I know, um, I just spot when I ovulate and my period comes at the end of the month. Before pregnancy, my period would come in the beginning of the month. Yeah. But now it's like towards the end. What's like a, I guess like a silly pregnancy symptom or another pregnancy symptom you had I so like for me I didn't really have cravings but at the beginning I only craved vegetables like one time I that's noticed, a good craving it was a healthy so craving that's why I thought <laughs> one of the reasons I thought I was having a boy is because all I craved was like veggies and I'm a sweet girl like I could eat Same. cake like for breakfast like I know I if it didn't give you cavities or make you gain weight I would eat it for breakfast Same. Like I love sweets and like I did not want sweets like me and Zach like sometimes at night like obviously before we had a baby like we'd be watching movie and we're like let's make a snack from the gas station and I would always want sweets and at the early pregnancy like I didn't want anything else like I want a bag of chips which is like so not like me um but yeah I literally one time I craved veggies so bad like I got in the car and, like, went, I think, to Aldi and, like, got cucumbers and, and like... That sounds good. I love cucumbers. And, like, um, I love tomatoes and mayonnaise, which everyone thinks is disgusting. That is so random. Yeah, I put it in a But, bowl. I mean, I put it in a burger, so I guess it's good. It would be put good it by in itself. So, like, a southern thing, you probably heard this, like, to make a tomato sandwich, which I'm not a big tomato sandwich person. I've never heard of it, actually. Really? Never. <gasps> Are you from South Carolina? I know. I'm What's from a South Carolina girl, <laughs> and I've never heard of it. But I don't really, I'm not a big tomato sandwich girl, because I don't like the bread, but, like, I chop up tomatoes, a little salt and pepper, and mayonnaise, and it's so good. That sounds good, but in a sandwich, with, like, ham and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, what about the carbs? But, um, for me, so... I didn't have any cravings until the end, like the last trimester. The first and second trimester, I had more aversions. Like, I didn't want eggs. I didn't want coffee. I didn't want meat. I didn't want any meat. Oh, I remember you saying, like, Kyle would meal prep this uh -huh. chicken. And, and I like, would want to, like, vomit. That's yeah. so funny to me. I didn't want, like, there were so many things that grossed me out. Like, even sweets. Like, I didn't want sweets, nothing. I, all I ate was, like, peanut butter jelly sandwiches, which I guess is considered sweet. It's peanut butter jellies, um, tofu. I made the tofu really good, though. I've never had tofu. It was just, like, a lot of aversions. And then towards the end, like, my last trimester, I craved strawberry cheesecake, mm. banana pudding mm. with, like, the wafers. Um, what else? I craved a lot of pickles. Oh, that's, like, a typical pickles. But you know what I would do? I would get ham, a dill pickle, put mayonnaise, no, cream cheese on top of the pickle and wrap it with ham. And I would have that as a snack. That sounds actually really good. It, it actually is. Did you just come up with that on your own? Or you like I came up with it on my own, and I still <laughs> eat it until this day sometimes. It sounds good. I literally have cream cheese in my fridge right now, and pickles, and ham. But anyways. Sounds cute. Um, Uh-huh. It's very good. Um, but yeah, so I gained most of my weight towards the end of my pregnancy. Um, Which is so normal. Yeah. I'm lucky of you. Um, yeah. Well, it's because I was throwing up every day. I couldn't oh, do yeah. anything well, now. <laughs> that's a benefit. I started gaining weight 
really, really quickly. Like I want to say when I was like 15 weeks pregnant, I had already gained like 15 pounds. And the nurse was like, most women have like a jump in their pregnancy, like one jump where you'll gain a bunch of weight at one time. So she was like, this is probably your jump. So I was like, oh, okay. But I just kept gaining and gaining and gaining. <laughs> I had gained like 60, 65 pounds. Really? By the time I gave birth. Yeah. I didn't know that. I feel like I didn't see. I guess you were just <laughs> all belly. No, I, everyone says that. And I'm like, what? Like, I feel like I was huge. We're all our worst critic. So yeah, that was like a symptom to me. So a little bit past my first trimester, I was throwing up every day. It wasn't just morning sickness. It was every single day at night, especially at night. I mean, I couldn't even go to work. I was taking um, medication that got prescribed to me and it was making me really tired. Um, and then I, Stop taking that. And then she was like, oh, take Unisom. But, like, Unisom's a sleeping medication. Yeah, I didn't know that. That Unisom was a sleeping medication. So you, they just want you to, like, sleep through the yes. throw up? Knock me out <laughs> so I don't throw up. I don't get nauseous. But it never worked. I mean, there were things that would help me, like, eating right when I woke up. I would have, like, a bag of Lay's chips or, like, pretzels next to my bed. So right when I woke up, I would just eat a snack. But for the most part. The Peggy um, Pops. Yeah, preggy pops, all of that. But I would just still throw up all the time. Um, And you didn't experience that. No, I didn't throw up at all. I did have, like, a little bit of nauseousness. um, But I never threw up, not once. But I feel like a good thing about throwing up and, like, feeling nauseous is, like, you know, like, your pregnancy is, like, healthy and going good and all that. Or, like, I – that was one thing I stressed about. I was, like, so fucking stressed about like just like making sure my pregnancy was going well and because a lot of the times I didn't feel pregnant like I don't think I felt pregnant until 25 weeks oh my gosh I felt pregnant from the time I found out to the time I gave birth (laughs) there was no not feeling pregnant I always felt pregnant so I mean which is that's good but I mean for the most part the throwing up was definitely the worst part would I do it again absolutely yeah I would would go through it all again but um it was bad in the moment. It was terrible. Like I felt horrible. I'm like, is this how pregnancy is gonna, every pregnancy is going to be like, but I mean, every pregnancy is different, yeah. even if it's your own pregnancy. So I, so I worked with a lady and she had two boys and she said it was complete opposite pregnancies for both, both of them. And she was one of the people like, she didn't find out the gender until delivery. And she said, so she had a boy the first time, and she said she swore the second pregnancy was a girl because it was so different. Right. And it ended up being a boy. And oh, she was like, funny. it was crazy because they were polar opposite pregnancies. And I thought that was so crazy because, like, you would think, like, your pregnancy would be the same, like, for this for the same gender. For so that's so weird. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, we'll see if it happens next time, but I hope it doesn't. I hope I don't get sick every day because that was so bad. And, like, of course, my I husband felt so bad you know, for, um, just seeing me throw up every single night and he would wake up with me. And if I threw up in the middle of the night, he'd be like, are you okay? And I would feel bad because then he would be tired the next day, but I mean, it's all good. Yeah. I would do it again. What's another symptom you had? Back pain, the sciatic nerve, which didn't come along till later. Oh, can't really. Probably like after 20 weeks, I really started. No, mine started from the get go. I remember. Yeah. I remember that. I was working at a nail salon up until I was, I think I want to say like 15 weeks and I would go home and I would get up in the middle of the night to go pee as you do when you're pregnant because you pee every five seconds but I remember getting up and I couldn't even straighten out my back like I would just 
like hunch over walking to the bathroom because it was so bad. So definitely, oh, yours yeah. Bad. Yours is worse than mine. Yeah, it was bad. I would just have to like wake up in the middle of the night and stretch. Like, that's another thing I did too. I did like yoga, like yeah. pregnancy yoga. Like I would look it up on YouTube. Like just <laughs> did it at home. I never went to a class or anything like that. But yeah, sciatic pain was really bad. It was really bad. Another thing that I didn't expect was the dark nipples. I yeah. did not expect that at all whatsoever. No one ever told me that. I only knew that because I saw yours. Yeah. <laughs> Mine got really dark and they got really big. And I never knew that. Obviously, you know, what I said before, I didn't know anyone really pregnant before me. Other than like, say my aunts, but they yeah. had kids like a long time ago, kind of like seven to like 12 years ago. Um, and, you know, I don't think that's something that they would just straight up say, like, hey, your nipples are going to get dark and big. But there is a reason for it, you know, so your baby can see your nipple and stuff like that. I looked it up. Um, but I remember, like, just seeing my nipples so dark and so big. And I was like, why is this happening? But I guess it's just the hormones. It's normal. Yeah. It happens to, like, Mine everyone I know. Quick. Me too. <laughs> Me too. I was like, scared. I was like, I'm like, why are my nipples so dark and so big? <laughs> But I mean, just being real here, yeah, it's just that's something that I definitely, I definitely did not expect at all whatsoever. You had such an easy pregnancy. I, I hope my really next pregnancy. one's like that. I I'm scared for the next one because like they say they're so different. So I'm. I hope my next one's different. Like for me, there was another one. Um, I would feel faint, especially towards the end. In the beginning, it wasn't so much feeling faint, but towards like I want to say like the third trimester and like the end of the second trimester. I remember being at a store by myself and I like just started seeing stars. Like I was legit like, oh my gosh, I feel faint. So I ate a piece of candy. It felt better. And then it would happen to me like over and over again, like out of nowhere. It would only last like maybe like five seconds, but out of nowhere, I would just feel like I was about to faint. I never fainted, but I would just feel faint and like very lightheaded and I would feel really cold. And it only happened to me a few times. It's not like it was an everyday occurrence, but it happened to me like, yeah, yeah. So it's so crazy you said that because that happened to me. Well, it's I've passed out like randomly anyways. Uh Uh-huh. Before pregnancy? Before pregnancy. I didn't know that. Yeah, me and Zach were in Paxson one time in the mall and I passed out in Paxson. And he was like. That is so cute. He was like holding me like straight up because he was like embarrassed. He didn't want to lay me on the ground. And I like. So when someone passes out, you're supposed to lay them down. Uh Uh-huh. But he didn't. He was like holding me and the worker was like. He said the worker was like, is she okay? (laughs) Oh my God. I would have been scared. He was like holding me. So he laid me down and then, like I came to like immediately. But yeah, I passed out like randomly. But when I was pregnant, I never did. Thankfully. Until I was driving to work one morning and I was at the stoplight and I started seeing stars. And Isn't I was that so scary. Yeah, I was freaking the fuck out. I was like, I'm gonna have to pull over, but I was like in traffic. So I'm like, oh my god, I can't pull over. Like I'm about to pass out. I don't know what to do. And like I like rolled the window down. I was trying to get a breeze. The breeze helps. It helps. Like the just the fanning. And yeah. I remember I was in Dollar Tree. And I was leaning down. And when I got up, I was just kind of like, whoa, I felt really faint. I started seeing the stars, the whole thing. And I put my basket down at a register. And I told the lady, I'll be right back. Went in the car, blasted the AC. And when I came back, I was like, okay, I'm good. I ate some candy. <laughs> like I had some sugar in me. And I was good. Don't know if the sugar helps. But it does. So the reason okay, we passed out is blood sugar. That makes sense. Because my the girl I worked with at the store with, um, her mom's a doctor. So that makes sense. Told her. Candy's like, just a solution. But I was like, I just ate breakfast. I don't understand. And she's like, no, it's your blood sugar. I'm hey, telling you. I'm not like, denying okay. candy. If I get told I need some sugar, I'll have it. Yeah. So, but yeah, and I, I postpartum, it, ne- it never happened to me ever again. It was just like towards the end, I guess, because like the baby's bigger yeah. and stuff like that. It was scary. It was definitely bad. So I guess we should talk about like 
was your pregnancy before you knew the gender? Could you tell you're having a boy? Yes, 100%. And I, I don't know what it was. Like, I can't pinpoint exactly what it was. But I would just gravitate more towards boy clothes. And I don't know why, like, in me, when I saw the results, I knew it. Like, I knew I was having a boy. It's so weird because I was having girl symptoms, like, throwing up all the time. Like, and I would do, like, the old wives' tales. It was, it was leaning more towards girls. And, like, sometimes it would lean more towards boy. But I just knew in my soul that I was having a boy. I just don't know what it is. I just knew. I feel like you're meant to be a boy mom. But I, I feel know. like Same. if you guys have a second girl. Like, I don't know. I don't know why I have that feeling, too. <laughs> and Kyle is the same. He's like, I just want a girl. Yeah, he wants a girl next. And I'm fine with being a boy mom, like, through and through. Like, if we have two boys, like, I'm fine with that. Just because we have all the boy clothes. And yeah, you're like, you're prepared. It would be cheaper, for sure. But, um, yeah, for the most part, I've, I feel like we're going to have a girl next. And I'm not just saying that because we have a boy now. Like, I just feel it. And I was right the first time. Yeah. So I feel like maybe the second time I'll be right. I don't know. I have a girl. And I I felt like I, I knew in my deep in my soul it would be a girl. But we wanted a boy so bad. I remember that. That I convinced myself it was a boy. I actually, I've never told Zach this. I don't know if I told you this either. But I uh, bought the sneak peek. You did tell me that. Test. You didn't go back. No. <laughs> <laughs> You did tell me that, though. You did. I remember you did tell me. I never told Zach, so I did it at six weeks. Uh And you can use it anytime. I want to say, like, after four weeks. Like, it's really early. Uh And they test for, like, the, um, like, Y chromosome in Uh your blood. Something like that. Something like that. I'm no scientist. But something like that if you have a boy. Um, And it came back as a girl. And I was, like, So it was was right then. It was right. But I was in full bone denial. I was like, oh, it's too early. Like, it's just no way. So I I told Zach the results were inconclusive. I'm dead. (laughs) But I definitely do feel like I was meant to be a girl mom. Like, I just feel like it's just, it ended up how it was supposed to be. I'm so excited to have a daughter. And so is Zach. Like, as much as he wanted a boy, he just loves Carmela and being a girl dad so much so we definitely want a boy next but we're so happy that we started off with a girl and that it worked out that way oh there was another one that would that it, it still to this day I still have a bit of anxiety during pregnancy I never had anxiety prior but during pregnancy like I especially in the beginning I'm like oh my gosh I can't like I don't want anyone touching my belly because I'm scared something's gonna happen or I don't want to carry were you scared people like, yes what, oh my gosh I would get your belly I, w- I don't know I just had anxiety <laughs> and then I would be scared to drive because I'm like what if somebody hits my car okay yeah that's valid. you know what I'm saying or I mean there was just so many things like always always like on edge like is my baby okay is my baby growing fine you know what I mean no I was and the same. every single appointment like I remember the nine and a half week appointment the first ultrasound I was shaking like, I was shaking because I was so nervous because I'm like, I don't know, like, what to expect. And I you don't... find out you're pregnant so early and yeah. they don't let you go. Until you're, like, nine or ten weeks or yeah. something like that. I went at, well, they thought I was eight, but I was actually seven. Oh, like, so you got lucky. I messed up my, like, period tracking. Yeah. Yeah, but I was so really nervous because you never, that's, like, the most scary one, I feel like. Because the first you one. hear so many people, like, the po- the pregnancy test will say positive and then you're not actually pregnant. It'll be like a yeah, camel pregnancy or whatever. Exactly. And it's so... There's so many unknowns and it's like so out of your control. And my first ultrasound was like a few days before my wedding. Remember? 
Yeah. It was a literally days, like three days before. Yes, three days before my wedding. So I was like extra nervous because I'm like, I'm praying like everything goes well and everything goes how I expect. Girls, your wedding's ruined. Yeah. or And like, yeah, everything's ruined and I'm just going to be in like a really bad mood and I'm going to be really sad. But thank God everything worked out the way it was supposed to. I have always had bad anxiety, more like social anxiety. Well, did that go into your pregnancy though? Like, in Yeah. Your so that went into my pregnancy. So like the whole time. I was freaking out every, like, before every appointment. Like, I was to the point where I was about to buy a Doppler, but I was scared because I was like, I don't want to be, like, a psycho. Yeah, I, I went. I was at that phase, too, where I'm like, okay, I'm going to get a Doppler because it would just give me a peace of mind. But at the same time, like, the doctors know where to look with the Doppler. Yeah. I don't. So I'm like, even – and then, like, sometimes you get your heartbeat and not the baby's heartbeat because, like, your heartbeat's, like, way louder. And I'm and like, stuff, I don't know that. Like, they know that, but yeah. I don't know that. So I never got one. I never bought one, never. But I did think about yeah. it. Yeah. Luckily, Carmela started moving at, like, 20 weeks when I was 20 weeks. So that's another thing. So I actually, like, wanted to mention that, too, because I had an anterior placenta. So I felt the cakes later. So that gave me more anxiety. And I remember when I went to an ultrasound, I was like, oh, like, I haven't really felt strong kicks. Like, I felt kicks, but they were, like, flutters. And she goes, oh, because you have an anterior placenta. So then it made sense. So I'm like, okay, that makes sense. Like I'm feeling kicks a little, like strong kicks a little later than normal because I had an anterior placenta. So that made me feel better when she said that. Cause I was like, why aren't I feeling, you know, feeling kicks? Um, Wait, what is an anterior placenta? And it's meaning like your anterior. interior is in the front. Your oh, placenta is in the so, front. Okay. So, cause sometimes oh. it's in the back or on the side, but my, well, I guess sometimes on the side, but mine was in the front. It was front facing. I think mine was like on top. Yeah, so I, there's a word for it, but I just know anterior because that's what I had, and that's what, you okay. know, I would look up and stuff, but that's why I felt my kicks oh, later. Oh, so when he would kick, it would be, like, the placenta in front. Yeah, yeah. okay. That's and nice. I could feel it a little bit, but then after a while, of course, like, I could feel more strong kicks as he got bigger, yeah. but I felt the, like, you know, little kicks. I feel kicks. like you felt flutters early, though, like, 14 weeks. I like did, but I didn't feel strong kicks. Like, it was flutters for a long time until I felt, like, the strong, strong kicks later on because yeah. of my placenta. Which feel like gas bubbles, by the way, like the... Water. Which I love. <laughs> Let's talk about something positive like the baby kicks. I, I love that. the baby kicks. I love this so much. Especially when like the kicks were strong enough for Kyle to like put his hand on my belly. Yeah. And he felt them. They like, were strong enough at 20 weeks for me, for Zach to feel oh, like we felt it at, like the same time. So the first nice. one. I was like, oh, so isn't cute. that so cute and sweet? <laughs> Kyle couldn't feel them for a while, like as I said, because of my placenta. Yeah. But once he could start, like he would just fall asleep with like his hand on my stomach. Because it was just like so sweet and just so cute and you just miss it and you get so attached to those little kicks and it's just such the sweetest cutest thing I've heard people say that after they give birth they still feel kicks those are called phantom kicks I didn't get but that but it's like Did they're just that? gas bubbles no I mean I get gas bubbles everyone does yeah. but oh people I never think that. <laughs> I think people just kind of because like when people told me gas bubbles I couldn't think of like what gas bubbles felt yeah, like either. But once I felt like baby kicks and now my gas bubbles feel like baby kicks because that's what people say that yeah. it feels like baby kicks, gas bubbles. But it's just gas bubbles. Like I never thought like, oh, my gosh, it feels like my baby kicking. No, like it feels like gas bubbles, I guess, in the beginning. But after a while, like it feels like baby kicks. Yeah, it really does. So, yeah. There is one thing that I did want to say. So your water broke at home, right? Yeah. My okay. water broke. I was laying in bed. So me and Zach had like, um, I don't know if we had sex the night before. That always helps, by yeah. the way. And if then, you're pregnant, <laughs> that always helps is having intercourse. 
And then my water broke. Well, I thought my water, I couldn't tell because I woke up at like 5 a.m. And I couldn't tell if I like peed then or because that also happened to me during pregnancy. Yeah, you totally pee yourself sometimes, especially when sneezing. Um, And then, yeah, so I couldn't figure it out. So I woke Zach up and I'm like, I don't know what happened. And he's like, he had to work that day. So he's like, should I call out of work? Like, what do I do? I'm like, I don't know. So I waited and I called the hospital. And they were like, you need to wait until the doctor's office opens and then call them. So I did that. So you're just, like, waiting around, like, oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, and then at, like, 7-something, I was sitting on the couch downstairs, and, like, it was full-blown gush. I was, so like, you're, like, okay, yes, now my water broke. Now my broke. water broke, so I called the doctor's office. They are like, yeah, you need to go to the to the hospital. I was, like, well, I already have it because I had an appointment that day. I was going to get induced. Okay. I had an appointment the, the <laughs> morning after I went to the hospital. <laughs> They're on those appointments. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to, like, schedule an induction because I was so over being pregnant. I was 39 weeks. I was 39 weeks exactly the day I went. As you are at 39 weeks, you're just ready to <laughs> do the thing. So, yeah, I was like, should I just wait till like 2 p.m. to my appointment to go in? And they were like, no, you need to go. So me and Zach went. He was like in full-blown movie mode. Like he was like, in the movies, they like are like hustling. Like, come on, let's go. Let's <laughs> get it. And I'm like taking a shower. I like blow-dried my hair. I was like packing stuff like that's so. why Carmela swam out like she literally was like yeah. so fast because you were just taking your time. time and then when we got there we were in triage for like ever because I guess everyone wanted to have a baby that day so uh-huh. we had to wait for a room to open up and then they had to put me on Pitocin because I wasn't um how was that I hear Pitocin's like bad like it, it makes it you makes feel the bad contractions so strong Oh, that's what Like, I want to say they told me, like, when I was, like, four centimeters dilated, it, like, feels like you're way more dilated. Like, it's like the contractions. Are, like, oh, strong. that has to be bad. Yeah, so I asked for epidural, but then I was good. After, oh, yeah, epidural is, like, the, yeah, it's, like, the end-all be-all. I love the epidural. It gave me the shivers, but other than that, like, I, oh, I, the shivers too. I would feel the shivers over the strong contractions. Like, I'd be fine with the shivers. I'm fine with the shivers. I just don't want to feel the like contractions. No, the shivers sucked. I was like... But I wasn't cold. I was no, shivering. me neither. I was, just like, I was like, do you want a blanket? Yeah, Kyle too. <laughs> and I'm like, no. So speaking about water breaking, so, and speaking about movies, growing up watching movies, I always thought every pregnant woman's water breaks. Like, your water breaks and you go to the hospital, like in the movies. Yeah. But for me, my water didn't break. They had to break it at the hospital. But you lost your mucus plug. I lost my mucus plug. I never lost my mucus plug. I lost my mucus plug and I started getting Braxton Hicks. And I remember it was like five o'clock in the morning and my contractions out of nowhere just got bad. Like, it was like there was no water and my water didn't break. I just had like really, really, really strong period cramps to the point where like I couldn't even stand up. And I called Kyle like 27 times. I'm not even kidding. It was exactly 27 times because he was at work and he didn't have his phone on him. And the cleaning lady at his job heard his phone, saw his wallpaper. It was of me. It was of me and Kyle. And she goes up to him like, your phone's been going off. And then that's when he like came home and was like, okay, let's go. And so when I got to the hospital, they ended up breaking my water. So that's also something I did not know. What do they do when they break it? I think they, I don't know if it's like a popsicle stick or what, but they just stick something in there and it just... Like, I felt it. Like, I felt my water break, but they had to break it for me. And I didn't know that was even a thing. I thought, like, every pregnant woman's water breaks before. Yeah, I didn't know that was a thing either. Me neither. And so that's, like... So baby was ready to come, but the water didn't break. Yeah, the okay. water the water didn't break. And so What would have happened if it didn't break it? Like, would your water just eventually break on your own? I guess, but I guess because I was already, like, five centimeters dilated... Oh. yeah I was already five centimeters and like right when Damn, I yeah that's but, crazy but the thing is right when I got in there they broke it 
it was like it wasn't like I waited around then they broke it like right when I laid down they probably because you were five centimeters dilated yeah mm-hmm. I had already gotten my epidural and everything that's why you got we're having contractions so bad yeah oh my God. I know I felt it I felt it all the way up until five centimeters and then you know afterwards like I, I don't know how many hours they were just like okay you're like nine centimeters you ready and I'm just kind of like okay but yeah they had to break my water at well the yours hospital. was like the movies other than the water breaking but like yeah. I didn't have any pain I was like I feel like I'm chilling no mine was painful like I mean in the movies they're like ah yeah mine was painful up until okay. the epidural yeah but um for me I I was so excited to give birth because I'm like an adrenaline junkie like for me it was like an adrenaline rush like oh my gosh I'm about to give birth to a baby but I was pushing for a while I was pushing for an hour and 45 minutes because my baby got stuck and that happens more often than not. Thankfully, there was no complications. He didn't get hurt or anything, but um, he just didn't want to come out. He was like, no, I just want to stay in for a little longer. I'm eating good in here, and I just want to stay in for a little longer. And that's something that I didn't know really happens either because I never talked to anyone. And I watched a few like labor and delivery videos on YouTube, but no one ever said, like, oh, my baby got stuck. But the doctor told me, like, it does happen often. Um, I may have to get a C-section, my next baby, May, if if the baby is, like, uh, measuring big again, like Enzo was, um, I may have to get a C-section. I know, that's the thing, like, why was he so big and he got stuck, but I didn't even tear? Yeah. So, I don't know. He wasn't that big, eight, eight pounds, right? A week early, eight pounds, one ounce, but the thing, so this is why they get stuck, that their shoulders are too big for your body. So it could be he just had broad shoulders. It wasn't even that he was like a big baby. It was more so like he just had broad shoulders because he's a boy. He had man shoulders (laughs) straight out the gate, bodybuilder baby. And um, yeah, so that is why he got stuck because they told me the shoulders because his shoulders got stuck. It wasn't his head. It was his shoulders. Um, and they didn't tell me this as I was pushing, of course, because they didn't want to scare me. But after a while, they're like, okay, if you don't push him out in the next like five minutes, we're going to have to do an emergency C-section. And that's when I was, like, pushing with, like, my entire life depended on it, which it kind of did because I didn't want a C-section and I wanted my baby to get out. And then after he came out, um, they had to push on my stomach um, as he was coming out. And that's when I screamed a little bit when pushing. Oh, you feel it when you're pushing? I could feel the pressure. I couldn't feel a thing. Like, nothing. Well, granted, I was pushing for, like, an hour and 45 minutes. The epidural oh, yeah, was epidural. wearing off. Okay. It didn't – like, pushing him out didn't hurt. It was them pushing on my stomach that hurt a little bit. But it was, like – Two seconds. They pushed on my stomach. He came out, and she came up to me and was like, "Well, he got stuck." So, like, that explains it. Like, why am I pushing for so long? But um, yeah, that wasn't your case. So you pushed for like what, five minutes? Not even. I want to say I pushed for like twenty, maybe. But she Can't was relate. like, so I started feeling the epidural wear off because I wanted to like throw up. I wanted to pee. Oh, I remember you. Said and they were like, "Okay, that's a sign. Like the baby's about to come." <gasps> But I was like, I'm starting to like feel pressure uh-huh. like, down there. The poop pressure. That's yeah. what they say when it feels like you're about to poop. She was like, okay, hang on. She's like, I'll go to the doctor. The doctor did not want to give me more epidural. He was like a stickler. Like he, but he came in and like gave it to me very reluctantly, but he gave it to me. Thank God. Yeah. Um, so I got a new round of it. And then she checked me because she was going to see how far dilated I was at that point. Well, she's already counting. I couldn't feel it. I guess that's what I was feeling when I was feeling pressure, but like. Wait, I, who was crying? Crowning. Oh, I was like, who was crying? No, she was crowning. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Exactly, that looked crazy too. I was 
because you could like see their hair. Yeah. Kyle was, saw it. I didn't, obviously, because you know I didn't they, ask for the mirror. They but didn't give me the option for a mirror. Or I they asked. gave me the option. and They said no. I would have loved. Well, when she was counting, they were like, "Do you want to touch your head?" <laughs> I also said no. <laughs> no I was like, "No," because you're just so tired and hungry. You know. No, me, I was like, "I'm just, I'm good." Yeah. Just Let's bad. move on. I just want to meet her so, already <laughs> or meet him. She was crowning, and they're like, "Okay, girl, we're ready to push." Well, my doctor was in a C-section delivery currently. So they're like, you just got to wait. Like, he'll be in. Oh Zach was freaking the fuck out. He was like, where is this man? Like, checking his clock. His clock. It's so funny. Watch. They're, like, so worried. But, like, they're not the ones pushing up. Yeah, like, it's been 30 minutes. Like, where is he? It was a long time. Yeah. But I guess, like, they know. Because they're like, baby's not going anywhere. Because I, I was like, okay, nurse. Like, is the baby, like, just going to fall out? Like, no. Right, like just kind of like swim out of there. Yeah, like kind of sitting up. <laughs> yeah, uh huh. Awkward. So yeah, he came in. They were like push. In my head, they say you don't think about this when you're in labor, but I did. I was like, please don't poop. Please don't poop. Please don't no, poop. I was. I was even <laughs> asking the doctor and Kyle because Kyle was watching Enzo come out. I'm like, babe, tell me if I poop. And he's like, okay. And then like five seconds later, did I poop? He's like, no, you didn't. Till this day, I will ask him. So did I poop? Like you just Dang. didn't want to tell me. Zach swears I didn't. But I, I guess I didn't. Lying. I didn't want me to be embarrassed. But I didn't feel like I pooped, and they didn't like change the stuff. I felt like I pooped, but Kyle was like, "No." Everybody was saying no, and I kept asking, and they're like, "No, you didn't poop." I'm like, "All right, if you say so." <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah, I'm like, whatever Hopefully at this point. Poop. If not, yeah, I don't want to know. I don't want to. Hopefully, Zach didn't see me. Like, whatever. But yeah, she just came out. Um, Zach said the doctor is literally like arms crossed, like she kind of like wiggled her way out on her. And please pray that my next one is like that. Yeah. That way, I don't have to get a C-section. That way, nobody gets stuck again. Um, Easiest labor ever. Like I literally ran up to she was born. I was like, I'll totally do this again. Yeah, and I hope your next one's like that too. I hope both of our next ones are like that. Me too. Me too. Or else I'll just keep popping them out left and right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So chill too. The cords are dropped on your neck. I didn't know that. I remember you telling me that her the cord was wrapped around her neck. Yeah. But they tell you afterwards. They don't tell you p- during, or do they tell you during? No, I didn't. I didn't even know until like a few days later. I was like, yeah, the the doctor like unraveled it around her neck. I was like, so good thing she came out in twenty minutes. Yeah. Imagine if she was in there longer. So that was scary. Because I had just had an ultrasound. I feel like I don't know why they don't do ultrasounds like right before you deliver. They could see for that, you know. I paid to get one because I was really, right like, yeah, no, probably like six weeks before, but you're, you're saying like a week before. No, I'm saying like right when you get to the hospital. Oh, like gotcha. I know. If the baby's wrapped, like the cord's wrapped around, like they would right. do that ahead of time. Because they only check like the heartbeat, I think. That's it. Yeah. It makes no sense to me. Or like. And, and my, like your vitals or whatever. Yeah. My sister-in-law, her baby was 11 pounds and they, she was pushing. because they Now didn't know that's how, a big old chunky baby. And they didn't know she was that big. And I'm like, they should test that. I'm surprised she didn't push. get stuck. She didn't come out. Oh, she didn't. No. Okay. She had a C-section. I was about to say. Like, Has anyone pushed out an 11 pound baby? I'm like, now? wow, that's a big old. Yeah, wow. she said they came like in the recovery room to bring like newborn diapers and they saw her and they were no, like. No, that's like size two or something, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, bring the size twos. Man, so, yeah. But yeah, other than that, she really good. She's seven pounds. Oh. And I, I four. I was born uh, first to be which that was the worst part to me of the whole I hear it burns. having baby process. Yeah. It burns when you pee. When you pee, I would yeah. hold my pee all day long. 
thankfully that was something that I was very grateful for. I don't know. I don't know why I didn't tear. So I have two theories why I didn't. I think it was because I was eating dates. They say, um, okay, but I did eat dates. I ate six dates a day, like two weeks prior. And then I did Kegels. I did Kegels religiously. Like I would just be sitting and I would do like a hundred Kegels. Oh, wow. I think that's why it was. That must be why. So, I did Kegels, like, here and there, but I forget. No. I feel like in the middle of doing Kegels and, like, it just... Happens. I would do so many Kegels. Like, I would put it on my to-do list. Okay, make sure you do, like, 100 Kegels. Okay, well, next time I'm doing Kegels. Do Kegels, because I, I... Or maybe I just got lucky. I don't know, but those are the two theories that I have, is I did my Kegels, lots of them, and I ate dates. Maybe dates don't have anything to do with it, but I've that's what I did. That. Where'd you hear that? YouTube? A bunch of YouTube videos. And I would dip them in peanut butter or do like a... Wait, what are dates? They're like prunes, right? Yeah, or you can put them in smoothies. Like people use them as sweeteners, like natural sweeteners. So... uh, dates are pretty good. I I thought it it was like a PB&J. I would put like peanut butter on bread and do my like three dates. And then like a few hours later, I would have another PB&J. But with like PB and dates. It was good. I don't know. Maybe that's why. I would try that. It was good. I didn't mind it. By themselves... I don't know if they're good, but with peanut butter, it was good. A lady I worked at the store with, she, um, her daughter-in-law had a fourth degree tear. Yeah. I cannot imagine. That's when you literally ripped your bubble. <gasps> yeah. My bubble like, clenched. Did too. Oh she my God. Oh my gosh. That's scary. Yeah. Like I'm spooked from that. Yeah. <laughs> literally. Yeah. I'm very grateful for that because my, the hotel room I was in, hotel room. Oh my gosh. The hospital room that I was in. It had like a jacuzzi tub, like a bathtub. Because you know, some people want to do bat- home birth, yeah. not home birth, um, water, water births. There was a really big tub and it had like jets in it. And I took a bubble bath. They oh, told me wow. you can take a bubble bath because it didn't tear. I don't think you could do that like yeah. if you did because it would hurt, obviously. Oh no, I took a shower after like the next day. Yeah. I was in the shower like crying. It was like, because did so it hurt? Bad. So bad. It burned oh. so bad. But they, the spray stuff, the like, I don't know if that's right. I like know what you're spray. talking about. It's like a spray. cooling spray. Oh yeah. My God. Felt nice. So nice. So Frida, the Frida mom kit. Yes, you got me. For my I got you. Time. Yeah. Faith and I got you that. And I also had the Freedom mom kit for my um, postpartum. But you probably didn't even use much because you didn't care. I did use a good bit. I used the diapers and I still used everything. The spray, the pad, yeah. like the cooling pads, the witch hazel pads. I used oh, it all. Sore? I was still sore and I was still sore and swollen. Um, So it still hurt a bit, you know, even, you know, even minus the tear, it still did hurt. But um, yeah, I highly recommend that kit. So if yeah. you're pregnant and you're expecting and you need like a good kit for postpartum, I would highly recommend either buying it or putting it on your registry, hundred percent. Underwear repeater, like versus the diapers, yeah. the secret diapers that are like orange, which what I did those, buy. My the hospital I delivered at just gave me like white ones. I the hospital I did too, and so I'm like, no, I don't like these. So I put on the diapers. <laughs> I yeah, I put on the diapers. I was like, can you put a diaper on me? And she goes, okay. That's literally how she responded. Okay, so she put a diaper on me, and it was so much more comfortable. Yeah. And I'm like, but she was like the only one that like answered to me like that, maybe because it was in the middle of the night and she had already put on the white diaper. And I was kind of like, no, <laughs> don't like this one. Put on the other one. I, uh, yeah. The icicle pad. Did they bring you that? Like- in a glove. They oh. brought ice in a glove. Oh, yeah. I, I had like a pad that was frozen. Nope. So, but the thing is, I, so they brought ice in a glove, which I thought was funny That's and also funny. like annoying. But I had those, um, 
pads that you put in the freezer specifically for postpartum. And our room had a mini fridge. And Kyle put them in the freezer, in the mini fridge. You know how there's, like, a little freezer? Well, I bought I bought the ones, and I brought them with me. Oh, the hospital DIY there. Yes. <laughs> so I don't know why they don't offer, like, nicer ones, but for me, I just bought them off Amazon. It's, like, little beads inside of a plastic thing. Oh, those came in my freedom on? Okay. Exactly. And but mine, you didn't put in the freezer. You, like, broke it. Like a, like oh, a yeah. Stick. I used those, too. But once I was done with those, I put them in the um, in the freezer. Yeah. The ones that I got from Amazon. For me, especially when I was breastfeeding, I didn't want Kyle to kiss my boob. I didn't want him to lick my nips. Nothing. Because I just thought, like, I would just envision endo breastfeeding. <laughs> and Kyle's trying to be all sexy. And I'm like, no, like, that's all I see. But, like, till this day, I still kind of have that feeling. I'm like, I don't want you to suck on my nipples. I just don't. Is milk going to come out? I, I don't suck on him anymore because obviously, like, milk will come out. No, for me, like, milk will definitely not come out. Like, I stopped breastfeeding, like, at seven months postpartum, and my son's 18 months now. So it's been a long time. It's Milk won't come out. It's just, like, ever since breastfeeding, like, I just see my nipples at, like, you know, as milk makers. Yeah. I don't see them as, like, a sexy, like, yeah, suck on them anymore. It's more so, like, I just can't not envision Enzo breastfeeding if Kyle tries to suck on him. I see what you mean. You know? Yeah. I think that, that because I'm... You used to have my nipples pierced. Same. Until until she was born, and then I took them out. Well, I took them out. Well, I took mine out when I was, like, 19, but still. I But Zach loves nipples. Like, yeah. He doesn't have a fetish, I guess, per se, but, like, if he did, he'd be nipples. So he loves nipples. He's like, I'm ready for you to get them. Wait, are they back in or no? I don't think so, right? That's, no, like, a choking hazard. Right. But, like, if, when I squeeze them and, like, milk comes out, it comes out of, like, like the two holes. <laughs> no, mine, too. Still? It comes out, like, yeah. <laughs> Well, not now, no, because I'm not producing milk anymore, but... Um, well, yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, like, uh-huh, yeah, they did come out of those yeah. holes. Um, but, yeah, it's just, I don't know. And I'm sure, like, other moms feel the same, where they, like, even after breastfeeding, like, the nipples are just, I don't know. I just still see them as, like, milk makers. So yeah. the same. Ma, I'm ready. Like, I love breastfeeding, but I also hate it. And, like, especially now, like, this one is my bamboo. And this one's, like, good boobs. I always had a bum boob. This one will be, like, big. Yep. And this one will be, like... And, and... Exactly, I can't tell the difference. I'm, like... Bro. But you can tell because it's your boobs. And for me, you like... You can definitely tell the difference. That's how I know he likes me sometimes about stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, guys don't care. They're, like, whatever. You I'm have like, big old milk like... boobs. You know? They don't... Whatever. I have to show you this picture of me. Um, I took a picture of my boobs when I went to Houston. Uh-huh. Um, I went to Houston. Were they, like, super full? Yeah, because I hadn't been able... She was eight weeks old. And, you know, your body, like, your milk is only regulated at that point yet. Yeah. So, I hadn't pumped for, like, 10 hours. <gasps> Engorged. Engorged to the max. It was huge and hard. And it hurt. It hurt so bad. Like, it hurt to walk, like, bouncing. Yeah. Like, you don't want to move. You just walk and, like, you just don't want to move your chest. I had a padded bra on. I had nipple pads, two nipple pads on and a padded bra, and it still went through that. I believe it. It was crazy. Wow. Yeah, I they're only. Like, they're not, like, circle anymore when they're engorged. They're yeah. Like, they're just rocks yeah. like, and lumpy because like it has, like, the little milk packs or whatever it's called. Um, I only got engorged, like, in the mornings if it didn't pump at night. Oh, yeah. If I, I didn't – yeah. If I didn't pump or if I didn't feed in the middle of the night, like, when he started sleeping through the night, I always woke up engorged. Always. Because yeah. uh, And then after a while, Even I'm like – after a while? Like, yeah, after a while, I would still wake up engorged. And then I, ha- I had to pump in the middle of the night. Or I would wake up and it would hurt because I'm a belly sleeper. I'm a stomach mm-hmm. sleeper. So it would just hurt. So I had, even if it was a manual pump, like just pumping, like hand pumping, I had to do that or else 
I went through that, but she started sleeping through the night, like, fairly early, like, nine weeks old. So, yeah. Like, at that point, I just kind of, like, didn't wake up in the middle of the night. I had to. And then my body was quite used to it. So now I don't have to. Oh, my gosh. Well, maybe that's why I kept getting engorged, because I kept pumping in the middle yeah. of the night. But I just had to. And it was, like, when Enzo started sleeping, like, let's say he started sleeping, like, six hours straight. Like, that's what I consider sleeping through the night is oh, okay. six hours straight, like, when they were baby. Like, if he's if he didn't wake up at night at all, that's, like, okay, he's sleeping through the night. But when he started sleeping, like, 12 hours straight, that was even worse. I had to pump in the middle of the night. Or else I would wake up, milk all over my sheets, all over my shirt. Cause that happened before. I didn't like the nursing bras. I can't sleep with a nursing bra. Like, I have to sleep just straight up nothing. In the nude. In the nude. I sleep at, oh, my baby's awake. <laughs> so, I guess we'll end this. Yeah, well, thank you guys for listening. <laughs> if you're listening on Apple or Spotify. Yay. Yeah, we'll see you guys next time. And we're going to close it off there. And yeah, we'll chat soon.